Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Christian Gusatella from Temple Fitness out of Greenwood Lake, New York. Actually, two locations. Let me correct myself. Um, he has another location in New Jersey as well. Um, what's going on, Christian? Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? What's going on, Alex? How are you? I'm doing good myself. And, uh, you know, thanks for joining us today. And, um, My pleasure. You know, yeah, giving some of that that time out of the busy gym owner life to be here with us. I know we've been talking today. You were pretty busy as well. Um, now, before we dive into more of the nitty gritty and, you know, what you have going on with your facility, um, why don't you first tell us a little bit what made you get started in the fitness industry in the first place? Ooh, well, um, I guess the main reason is uh, I wanted to teach people about uh, mind, mus- mind muscle connection and uh, how to make progress in the gym in, in many different ways, not just mind muscle connection, but I feel like I wasted from the age 14 or 15 when I started working out to about 30 years old, uh, just ego lifting and not dieting correctly and still, still a struggle with the dieting. But, um, I do, uh, I do feel a lot of people go into the gym and they, they start working out and at about the three month mark, they kind of drop off and I did it myself. I would drop off and then I'd come back and then I would drop off and come back. Um, and a lot of that is due to the fact that people, uh, they lose motivation because they're not seeing the results. So that was probably, um, the fire that I had for starting, um, the, the gym, but I also started it because, uh, as a side hustle, I was flipping gym equipment and I got laid off and, uh, that prompted me and gave me, I guess, the courage um, to start it at that time. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And we talked a little bit of before this, just about working out in general and how important it is to have a strategy. Um, so that's really cool that you stress that at your facility yeah. and that's something, um, you know, that you took pride in is, you know, teaching other members how to work out correctly, how to gain muscle correctly. Um, perfect. But, uh, I would love, you know, for you to give the listeners your own elevator pitch of temple fitness and, you know, the services that you offer. Okay, so Temple Fitness is a 24-7 access self-serve gym. Um, We have some uh, one-on-one personal training. Uh, No group classes, but but something that we've we've played with in the past and we may try to implement in the future as well. But uh, yeah, mostly just a self-serve access gym. Cool, cool. Now, a question that I like to ask, just because I think it's a good way for you to reflect on the past, you know, nine or 10 years that you've been a gym owner, Um, But what was easier than you thought when it came to starting your business? And what was something that was more unexpected or more difficult when it came to starting your gym? I don't think anything's really easy. Right. (laughs) I think everything was a struggle, but, um, but I think I would love to tell people to just um, whatever your dream is or your passion is, even if it's not in the fitness industry, just jump into it and take little steps because I had so many experiences where things just fell in my lap to make things succeed. Do we have time? Maybe I could tell you a couple of quick stories. Yeah, go for it. All right. So um, for instance, I had, I was flipping gym equipment. So I had a lot of the equipment when I started, but I didn't have everything. And I rented this building and my idea was to go 
towards uh, opening this gym. And uh, I took out some of my 401k and I put that towards it, but I was running out of money and I had most of the weights, most of the selectorized equipment. I didn't have cardio. I think I had like four pieces of cardio in total. And um, oh, and another experience too, uh, as I was building it, I didn't, again, I was running out of money. My landlord kept calling me about uh, some sort of building material that he had that he was trying to give to me for free. Okay. And that ended up cutting my costs ridiculously, but I kept writing it off because the way he described it sounded like laminate countertops. It ended up being this stuff called Kinon, which is a really nice building material that they put in like hotels and casinos. And uh, I got all this, I built my whole front desk and my juice bar out of this material. I, you know, a lot of the features in the gym was built out of this material, which ended up saving costs. Same thing with the cardio equipment. I think I was, I want to say I was maybe like five days into uh, when my scheduled open date was, and I had no cardio equipment. (laughs) And uh, literally a gym that I did business with in the past called me up last minute. They're like, Chris, we have an emergency. We need all this cardio equipment out tomorrow morning. Can you come get it? (laughs) And I was like, let me go rent a truck. And I did it. And so like people think that they have to have everything. People think they have to have the whole plan worked out right in the beginning and you don't things come to you if you just put in the effort um all right that's something we talked about too you put your you put the risk you take the risk you put your name out there and good things come to you that's a something that a lot of people miss yeah but uh but cool so so i know you're doing mostly an an open gym model you do some private training um but i always like to ask uh how many members are you currently serving right now so we're around 250 in the Greenwood Lake location and over 500. I don't know the exact numbers, but over 500 in the New Jersey location. Okay, cool. Uh, the, the Greenwood Lake locations, uh, roughly about 4,000 square feet. And uh, the New Jersey locations, roughly around 8,000 square feet. Awesome. Awesome. So you have a good amount of members. You have a really good size, both of your yeah. facilities. Yeah. Um, I always like to ask. Is that number uh, something you want to stop at for your members or are you trying to hit the gas and see some new faces at the moment? So we're, we're comfortable where we at. I mean, everybody wants to grow. Uh, we're comfortable where we're at, but I would, uh, I think our focus is probably a little bit different. Um, I don't want to overpack the gyms. Um, yeah. Right now we have a good vibe. Everybody has like that, that family feel where, you know, everybody knows each other's names and everybody's hanging out and everybody's working out together, which is it's an, a nice camaraderie type feel, a family feel to the gyms. So I'd like to keep that. So my, my first goal isn't packing it in, you know, efficiency would be more of our goal now. Okay. Yeah. We definitely talked about it a little bit. It sounds like, you know, to me, your goal is less about adding more members and bringing more people in and more so, you know, growing from within your facility with the current yeah. members you have, correct? Exactly. Exactly. I'd, I'd like a better experience for the customers. That's, that's the route we're, we're fighting for. Cool. Cool. Um, something that I do always like to ask just because it's really important these days as you know, any gym owner, have you ever done any type of like paid advertising or digital marketing in the past? Yeah, yeah, of course we do. Uh, we run uh, Facebook ads and, and Instagram ads. Uh, we haven't done TikTok yet. I think we have a TikTok channel, but like we don't, we haven't really ran any, any ads on it, but, uh, but yeah, we, we try to, we have a YouTube as well, where we run some ads on YouTube. We have a, a great, uh, buff Santa commercial, which you guys should check out. It's, it's a fun commercial. 
but uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, so have you seen, uh, how's the results that you've seen from the, you know, digital marketing that you have done? Have you seen good returns, good results? Yeah. When, when we run an ad, we grow. It's almost, you know, you can, again, it's been nine years in Greenwood Lake and yeah. five years in, in New Jersey in Wanich, New Jersey. And, uh, and every time we run an ad, we see growth. There you so, go. Yeah, it definitely, if you're not doing digital marketing, you're, you're falling behind. Yeah. 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 It's just like a, another tool, right? Like an extra yeah. layer that you could add yeah. to, you know, your, your marketing strategy, yeah. how you get interested leads. Um, I talked to a lot of people who rely so much on referrals and uh, you know, referrals is always great. And of course it, it proves that you have a good community, you have a yeah. good value, good product. Um, but adding, you know, that thing like digital marketing, something that you could just turn on and off, uh, is really a game changer. You know, all yeah. of a sudden you're like, Hey, let's uh, grow a little bit for the summer. Let's turn these ads on. And you'll know within the next couple months, you'll have at least, you know, 20, 30 leads walking in the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge, huge bonus. Huge bonus. Yeah. Awesome. So I wanted to ask, um, you know, what's kind of your process, your sales process when you guys get an interested lead, uh, you know, someone who wants to come and who's interested in becoming a member at your facility, what's your process to turning them into a paid member? So right now we have two options. Uh, we have online sales, which we're, um, we're actually upgrading that system. So you can go right online, sign up online, but currently you still have to go into the facility to pick up your access card. So it makes that process not as efficient. And okay. uh, we're working on a new system where people will be gaining access with their cell phone. Okay. So, um, you know, once they're a paid member, they go to the door and the, and the door will basically have uh, an access thing, even for day rates. There's some people we, we live in kind of like a vacation community in, in Greenwood Lake. And uh, a lot of people come just for the summer or they come vacation for a week. So even that will now all be accessed through the website and through an app on the phone. So you don't have to be, you know, constantly signing people up, especially the 24 seven access, um, right. you know, frame like the, the business model, it, yeah. it's hard to be there 24 hours. Exactly. Um, do you guys do that sales? Do you do that sales model, um, you know, to avoid having, you know, staff on for a long period of time? You know, sure. have- Yeah, I think that's what makes us a little bit successful as well, uh, okay. is the fact that we can minimize our, our operating costs by doing things like that. And that's, that's the name of the game. That's what yeah. kept us in business all these years, I think, is yeah. uh, keeping our operating costs down. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Um, yeah. So perfect. So for the, you know, the, the sales process, most of the times your people aren't coming into your facility to get turned into a member. Um, they do this all online. Well, that's going to be the future model Okay. But right now. You know, we do a lot of online signups um, and we're still going to keep our, our day staff at the gyms. Okay. Um, but, but it's just the convenience for the customer to be able to come anytime they want right. through the app on their phone. Okay. How many staff members do you have? Um, you know, I guess just like an average in both facilities, how many staff members do you usually have on at a time? So outside of trainers, um, we have three in Wanage and in, uh, in Greenwood Lake, we have one. One. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That's smaller um, facility. So. Awesome. Um, cool. So this is a question that I like to ask, but uh, if you could w- essentially wave a magic wand and have your business be in the exact position where you want it, um, what would that look like to you? Exact position. Uh, running efficiently. Um, 
again, ease of access, which we're working on now. And um, maybe maybe doing other sales, other personal training uh, sales would be a huge benefit. Yeah. Um, I would love to build that part of the business up quite a bit more. Yeah, no, definitely. That's something I see a lot of, you know, big box gyms, uh, people who who push open gym models. Um, a lot of them, especially with COVID, have been adding those different layers of service, things like, you know, private training, semi-private, even group training, um, you know, it really makes it all that much better for you as the owner and allows you to, to push your members and ascend them to higher levels of, levels of service. And like we talked about, grow from the inside, right? Yep. Um, still see crazy growth because a lot of these people, they want, you know, higher levels of service. They want stuff like, you know, private training. And of course, you don't want to look at your members as some type of cash cow. Um, of course, yeah. Yeah, but 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 you want to have them have a successful experience. Exactly, so. exactly. It's about providing the value too. There's value in private training that that your members want. Um, so that's awesome that you see that as well. What would you say is like your biggest bottleneck um, that's holding you back from you know seeing the growth you want and and adding those different levels of service that you'd like? So I've been lucky in the past and I'm lucky currently to have a couple of great personal trainers. Okay. I've had a, a problem finding, it's not that they're not qualified. I believe that they're qualified, but something in the personal training field, I feel like people, people aren't dedicated. I've met some personal trainers that, you know, they can make a ton of money a month if they're, if they're dedicated and they stick around for a little while. I feel a lot of personal trainers come in and you know, they're canceling on clients and then they're complaining about not making a lot. And I'm like, well, you know, so, uh, but again, I'm grateful right now. I have a pretty good crew and, uh, and I'm, I'm very happy with them and I, and I'd like to make them more successful as well. So, um, yeah, that, definitely. That, trainers are fickle too, right? I mean, it, it's always difficult to find, you know, employees that, that work for you that have the mm -hmm. same type of like passion and tenacity. Yeah. Yeah. the same viewpoints and values for your business as you do exactly. um, so that's always uh, uh you know a battle for for any industry really <clears throat> but awesome so i know we've been talking about and you mentioned how you want to grow more from the inside your of your facility give more value to your members um is there any other types of service that you offer at, at your facility things like maybe nutrition and accountability um you know merch supplements so uh, we were thinking about doing merch. We were thinking about doing apparel. Um, we've done it in the past and had a good turnout with it, um, but we'd like to get it more streamlined where it could be an online sale rather than in-house all the time uh, and having a store, uh, you know, a bunch of shirts and hats and, and, and things like that. People still ask us for stuff like that a lot. And it's a shame that we don't have uh, online access to, uh, to sales for that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Even things like, like supplements would be like really smart for you. I think there's like a big opportunity for you to add different layers of service. Um, I know you already have that private training, even stuff like semi-private that's been like since COVID that's what I've noticed. A lot of gym owners push mm -hmm. to is semi-private still having to be, you know, yeah. semi-premier service, mm -hmm. um, you know, only three to four people. And then also, um, you know, including supplement sales, within like their sales process. If, you know, you have a, a personal training client, most of the times they're going to be, they're going to buy, you know, supplements and merch outside of your facility. So it's, if it's something that you could offer, you know, on the inside, it, it makes you 
all that much more, more valuable to your member and, you know, increases profits and revenue for yourself. Yeah. We actually have a relationship with um, some somewhat of a relationship uh, with MHP and muscle nets. Okay. So, cool. so we would, we would potentially consider bringing them on again, if we could do online sales, that would be like the route we would love to be able to offer. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Cool. So when you say that you want to grow from, from the inside right now, what's kind of your plan to, uh, to do that? Is it to add, you know, get more personal training clients? I know you mentioned yeah. you might do group training again. Yes. Um, what's kind of your plan to do that? So it would be personal training. Um, not a hundred percent sure about uh, group training until we have the right trainers available right. for that. So that's something that, again, it's, it's something we played with in the past and we didn't get a huge following I would like to maybe maybe implement it again if we have the right trainers on hand. Um, that and then efficiency. It's you know figuring out how to cut operational costs to make us profitable so that we can put money uh, into okay. the gym for the for the customers. So right. it's, it's customer satisfaction is is our biggest goal. Okay. Do you track your numbers? Things like you know conversion rate or you know your retention rate, um, you know stuff like that. So we have a pretty decent retention rate. I don't have the exact numbers on me right now, but pretty decent retention rate. Um, both facilities are in small towns. Um, so we're lucky enough to be kind of like the hot spot to go to in, in uh, both towns. Okay. So, uh, so we're lucky on, on, on that level. Um, our competition is all pretty much outside of um, outside of our area. And uh yeah, I don't know. It's, it seems like we have a good uh, a good retention rate, and I, it could be possibly because we don't have a lot of competition on that level. I mean, we yeah. have some. You know, we have uh, Snap and Anytime and and uh, YMCA and all those. You know, somewhat nearby, but in neighboring towns, not exactly in our towns. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so we know what you want for your business now, Christian and. You know, it's pretty obvious you you care a lot about your clients. You want to provide them, you know, good value and grow from the inside. Um, but what do you want from your business? What was kind of the big picture for you when you first started all this? Um, what's like your end goal in mind? Oh, man. Jeez, that's a good question. I haven't really thought about end goal. <laughs> Ten years in, I haven't thought about end goal. I mean, is it something goal. just like even freedom, uh, you know, buying your time back, um, you know, maybe um, buying that house you want? Um, well, I feel like it's done that for me already. Yeah. So I own a home and, um, and it, it definitely gave me, um, a flexible schedule, which I didn't have prior to, I was working, right. um, 60 hours a week in the union and, um, and I had a side hustle flipping gym equipment, which isn't an easy side hustle. Yeah, um, I'm sure. So, so that was, that was my going into this, uh, to was, I had no time and I had kids and I didn't have much time for them. And, you know, it was a shame. So, um, opening up the gym gave, gave me that time back, gave me, you know, like since I've opened up my gym, I haven't missed a school event for my kids, you know, and, and that's huge. Whereas before yeah. I missed them all. Yeah. 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 No, no, I, I agree. That was like a big thing for me too. I mean, <clears throat> you know, just like background info on me, my parents had me really, really young. So, so uh, I was pretty much in daycare from 7am to 7pm Monday through Friday growing up. So that was a big thing for me. I just had a daughter. Um, she's 16 months old. Um, Ooh, congratulations. 
Thank you. Thank you. Good, but yeah, well, when, when starting, you know, my businesses and figuring out the direction I'm going to go, that was a big thing for me to, to free up my time and make sure that I could be there for, you know, things for my daughter. So, so that's really cool that you were able to succeed and get that from running your business. My oldest is 18 now. Oh, and, wow. uh, yeah, she's, she's about to graduate high school. So okay. exciting times. You, you have a, a, a long road ahead that is going to be full of joy and excitement. It's going to be great. So you, yeah, you know, yeah, I love it. Great I love that you have time. I love being a girl dad too. It's uh, yeah. you know, she's uh, you know, kind of like a obsessive needy, but I love it. It's yeah. cute. I have three girls. I have three girls and two wow. stepsons. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you uh, go. Cool family. A, <laughs> but the girls are, are fun. They're, they're very emotional, very attached yeah. and it's, yeah. and it's great. And they love their dad. So, you know, <laughs> that's a, right. that's a good one. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So tell me a little bit, this is, you know, something I like to talk about as well. Um, you know, just in the next six to 12 months, Christian, where's your goal with your facility? Where do you see yourself taking your facility? So uh, we're implementing that new system that I was telling you about with uh, cell phone access uh, that that should be in the works within the next month, I believe. Um, and to have, you know, app access so that things become a lot easier to communicate with uh, our customers as well. So that, that should help all, all those aspects. Um, we did actually play with the idea of online coaching and, and, um, and uh, uh, classes, right. Virtual. But, uh, but haven't implemented yet. And we have the availability to do that with um, the new systems that we're putting in place, the new online systems and the app. Yeah, so that'll be, that'll cool. be fun and exciting. Yeah, virtual training has been getting huge lately. And, you know, huge, there's yeah. very little overhead. So, yeah. so it's, it's a smart model to go about. Yeah. And we have the we have the facility where we can shoot in as well. And we can, you know, we can provide these, uh, you know, these services to people online. So yeah. and, it, and it broadens our our um, our customer base, whereas like right now, if we did a class, it would have a bunch of people in the gym, mm -hmm. crowding the gym. If you do it online, it doesn't it doesn't affect you in the same way. So exactly. it still keeps the current customers happy with not having a gym that has, you know, 10 people waiting on treadmills or, you know, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, exactly. All right. Well, awesome, Christian. I think that's a pretty good place to wrap things up on this Great. episode. Um, but before we do sign out of here, please give a shout out to your website or social media pages, um, just so the listeners could find some more info on you and your gym. Sure. If uh, I believe if you look up just Temple Fitness on YouTube, we'll, we'll pop up as one of the uh, one of the first ones. And then also uh, uh, same thing with Facebook and Instagram. Again, we're not too active on TikTok, but I believe we have a page, um, something that we're, we're going to be working on as well. But uh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Those. Or uh, uh, Temple Fitness NJ or Temple Fitness NY um, dot com. Yes, Temple Fitness out of New Jersey and New York. You got to check both of them out, you guys. Um, but awesome. We appreciate your time. And, you know, I look forward to seeing what you could accomplish down the road. Um, and so to much. everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Um, as for the listeners, don't forget if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. 
But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. Welcome back, guys, to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we dive in the trenches with gym owners. We talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly sides of the business of fitness. I'm your host, Austin Montero. Today, we're joined by Joe Peterson of Method Muscatine in Muscatine, Iowa. Joe, how you doing, man? Good. Happy to have you on, man. Appreciate you. Um, CrossFit affiliate, right, which I love, as everybody knows. So I'm, I love talking right. CrossFit. I think we have the best model and a model with the opportunity for the most growth at the same time, which is a great thing. So uh, let's dive in, man. So what are you trying to build here with Method Muscatine? What is your business kind of plan, and what are you trying to build here within your community? Um. The standard CrossFit box, you know, um, we're trying to become uh, a place for people to become healthier uh, mentally, physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, sure. uh, all around. Okay. I love it, man. I love it. And is that the reason we'll say, or in one sentence, like, why did you start the gym? Any particular big why? Um, we started, we purchased the gym from the previous owners. Um so I can invest more time yep. uh, without being guilty, uh, taking away time from my family sure, uh, sure. and I can have more control and I can invest my time to uh, um, better grow our business. And yeah. so far within the three months that we've uh, had this affiliate, we've done it. We've been growing. Um, and I like to tell people I get to do the three things that I really enjoy. I get to make things, whether it be content. I love taking photos. Yep. Uh, um, whether it's some type of programming, um, I get to hang out in a gym. Yeah, and, that's better, right? Yeah, right. Nothing so better, man. Now, when I was like in high school, so yeah, just been all about it since. Um, and then I get to help people, helping people. There's a lot of value in that. It can be exhausting um, sure. and draining, but uh, very fulfilling. For sure, man. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, our job is super fulfilling. I think it gives us a lot of purpose. Like you said, you get to build things, right? Build a business, build relationships. And I think we need that in life to kind of, I don't know, feel our best, right? So, like, I think that's, I think that stuff's super important, man. Um, first kind of question. So, took over this gym, bought the gym three months ago, right? I don't know. Yeah, roughly. Well, we're five months in now. Okay. Talk to us. So, I sold a couple of gyms. I never bought one. Can you talk to us briefly about how that the buying experience was for you? Um, it was definitely long. Yeah. Um, especially when you get more hands um, oh, yeah. in the pot, for sure. 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 Um, what really helped is they wanted to sell it to us. Okay. And they almost pursued us more than we pursued them. I wasn't probably ever going to be ready. Right. Um, and I have to thank my wife for uh helping me push me off the diving board a little bit so yeah yeah um yeah a lot of legal stuff a lot of paper mostly waiting on that uh but once signatures were signed it was everything was in motion so that's awesome yeah yeah you definitely won't won't regret it man that's for sure so uh i'm the type of guy that you know take action and just do it like you know and then uh 
Let's like kind right. of figure it out, figure it out as you go. Exactly. Exactly. It forces you to have to figure it out. You know, you can't like uh, sit back and think you have to do it. Right. Like, so I, right. I think that's great, man. So Joe, you said uh, you love helping people and serving people, which is awesome. How many people right now do you guys have that you're serving at Method Muscatine? Uh, right around 90. Sweet. Okay. Now you said you've had some good growth here in the past three months. When you bought the gym, where was the, how much have you grown in the past three months? Better question. Um, we were probably around 75 to 80. Okay. So not like a huge growth, but. Um, yeah, 15 solid people. Yeah, it's been really good. Yeah, man, every member is big, right? It's uh, it's super important. What do you got, what is like in your perfect world, what is like capacity in the gym in your current space look like for you from like a member number perspective? So per class, so we have six classes a day. Um, okay. It'd be really nice to fill like 10 to 15 tops. Yeah, per 15 class. on the high side of classes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we definitely don't fill that with our um, like midday classes. So that's sure, really sure, sure. So you're probably talking one ten, one twenty, something like that. Exactly. Yeah. I wrote that down as you were giving me those numbers. Yeah. 120 is pretty much, yeah. What I foresee there for sure. So, um, so let's talk about like my, you know, I think every business has to uh, solve a problem, which you guys are doing, right? I think health and wellness and fitness is a massive problem in the country. And then talked about your model. Every business needs a viable model. Um, so let's talk about that first. So you're doing an all group class, right? Do you have any other uh, auxiliary services or, or products? Um, so I'm like the, full-time coach. We have a lot of part-time coaches. Okay. Um, okay. So I do personal training on the side, very little. Okay. Um, I need time to do stuff on the back end as well. Of so. course. Yeah, of course. Um, do you foresee like growing the PT part of the business or do you want to, or do you kind of like where it is now? I would like to, that would bring more income for me. For sure. Um, but right now, as we develop, uh, okay. we're, we're so at the beginning of yeah, yeah, yeah. what is our business and creating of course, uh, yeah. our footprint that uh, it's not a huge focus right now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe something down the road for sure. Like, oh, yeah. I know, man. When I opened my first CrossFit, I was like, we did all group. We never even talked to people about personal training. And I thought it was a, I go back in time. And like, that's one big thing I would definitely change is just letting people know. But yeah, like you said, we need everything in place um to do that right so uh, we'll talk about that a little more in a second but let's talk about joe how you're getting people in the door right marketing is super important like it's hard enough to get people in the door then we got to worry about keeping them but how have you guys gone about even in the past three months you know gaining that 15 to 20 members what have you done to get those new members in um the 10 to 15 members those were word of mouth as well as like throwing out referral Okay. Motion stuff like that. Okay. As well as like punch card members. So okay. Okay. we raised the price of our punch card and that got uh, people enough to either for lack of better words, shit or get off the pot. Right. Right. Um, so these people, they turned into full-time members Sure. to get our like okay. software, um, for tracking workouts, ability yep. to see workouts, stuff like that. Um, but we are, we lack in the advertising for sure. 
um, and like campaigns and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So we, we reached out and we are starting like business coaching. Okay. Okay. To better develop that. Uh, the biggest success has been word of mouth. We have really like loyal members. We're, we're a pretty small community of like 20 some thousand. Okay. Yep. Uh, so these people are part of communities. For sure. Uh, we have pastors of churches. We have yep. barbers, hairstylists. I mean, you're all of it. Your influential people are. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I live in a similar town now and the, yeah, the smaller communities are definitely a little different for sure. Like, you know, yeah. it's like a high school, you know, it's kind of like a high school in some capacity where like everybody knows everybody to some extent, especially if you have kids in a school system and all these sort of things that gets sports right. and all these things get kind of intertwined, even local politics, it all gets crazy. Right. I mean, yeah. so yeah, Joe, you mentioned, in a big town. What's that? You can get lonely in a big town. Yes, for sure. It is. Yeah. Pros and, pros and cons of both. Yeah. Big cities, people are super lonely. Right. So it's a weird, a weird thing, man. And that's a great thing at a CrossFit gym that we provide is that place people can go and create that community. Right. Like you can go and have meet. They may meet their husband or wife, a friend, a future business partner, who the hell knows, man. Like I've seen that a thousand times like this. So that's, I think, probably one of the best things we do besides the workout piece. Right. Is like that sense of uh, just socialization. Like people right. are missing that for sure, man. So, um, you talked about uh, word of mouth, which obviously is a big part of our marketing plan. Have you guys done any kind of digital marketing to this point? Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, anything else? Uh, very little Facebook, okay. like paid ads and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, paid ads, yep. Instagram, same thing. I mean, that's basically connected. Yep. Um, Google ads. That was the big one that we were probably like looking into was – Okay. When you search gym, like that comes up to the top, sure, you know? Sure. Yeah, for sure. But right and now it, we're just kind of, we're sitting back waiting for uh, advice on this business coaching and we're waiting for our website to kind of get a whole sure, sure. makeover. Yeah. So we're ready. For sure, man. No, I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely think the, uh, What's the best way to put this? The Facebook, Instagram, and Instagram ads are terrific, you know, for gyms like ours. And uh, it's like the most active way to get, the most predictable and active way to get people, you know, like word of mouth is terrific, but I feel sometimes it's like we're relying on fate for people to just come in and fate doesn't like conspire for us always. And like, I'd rather take action and have fate kind of work in our favorite, if that makes sense, you know, right. but Joe, I love that you mentioned, uh, you guys reached out to a business coach. Talk to us about why you did that. Cause I think it's like super important, especially in like the newer phase, any phase of business, really in any industry. Why did you, why did you go down that road? Uh Oh, your audio cut out. Hear me now? Yeah, we're good. Did you hear that question or no? I don't know what the heck that was. I heard was. the first part of it. I didn't hear the end. Yeah, so basically it was about uh, why you guys thought it was good to reach out to a business coach. I think that's great. Uh, what made you do that and how has that been so far, if that's even started yet? Yeah. So CrossFit has these tools now uh, through their website yeah. as an affiliate to do uh, affiliate roundtables. Yes, it's a Zoom meeting every month yeah. to meet with 
a same group of affiliate owners. Right. So I did that for the first time. And in this Zoom meeting, I was the only one that didn't have or had never been a part of a business coach or uh, purchased a business coach. Sure, sure. Hired one. Um, so I immediately thought, well, these guys have been in a pretty, they've been in this thing a pretty long time. Right, right. So we at least better look into it and see if we can gain something out of it. Sure, sure. So I scheduled a meeting, Zoom meeting with a company and my wife, I had her basically put out the feelers on them. Right, right. By the time I came home, she was like, I'm ready. And I was like, wow, like either, yes, they're probably very good sellers, but yeah, yeah. maybe they can teach us how to be good sellers. For sure, for sure. Yeah, a thousand percent. Big part of what we do is selling, right? And that's a good thing. Like selling is service, you know, and, uh, and I'm very bad at that. It's a skill, man. Like it's a skill, like, like doing a snatch or a clean and jerk. Same idea. It's a skill like anything else. And it definitely takes reps, you know, in practice. Um, yeah. With the business coaching piece, I love that CrossFit now has that affiliate, um, affiliate meetings, whatever they're calling it. You know, I think that's a great tool, like, because for a long time, that was a missing link, you know, uh, Joe, in those meetings, what do they provide for you as an affiliate owner? Is it just kind of a round table to meet other affiliate owners to kind of talk best practices, that sort of thing? Yeah. So yeah. they talk about, Struggles in the last month, last couple weeks, what you're looking forward to in the next following weeks, what's going on, how are you building? Then they go into how to, what are some things that have worked really well right. in your gym? What, have, what are some things that have not worked well? Yeah. Then we can kind of feed off of one another. Yeah. After the fact. So everybody shares it's on a time limit, classic CrossFit style, you know? Yeah. Then at the end, there's time to just kind of go around and talk. Um, okay. Okay. About that. Which it gets like, it gets pretty raw in there sometimes. It's like, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. What is like, uh, what is it? Once a month, once a quarter type of thing? Once a month. Yeah. Once a month. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. So uh, I think it's a great thing, you know, just to add that support for you guys, I think is, uh, you know, can only help. So that, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Anything really big that you've learned out of that so far? Have you been to a couple of meetings? Uh, just the one. Okay. Yeah. So that was the big thing was that business coach piece. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I know there's two big companies in the CrossFit space. Uh, like you have two brain and you have a, an, uh, was it affiliate university? I think, right. There's another, yeah, there's that yeah, one. So yeah. we're another one, big little gyms. I haven't heard that. That's yeah. I'll check them out. Cool, man. Yeah. I know Jason. They're a little bit smaller and I hadn't heard of them until uh, yeah. as a recent. So very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I think it's uh, just beneficial to, you know, it speeds up our learning curve, right? Which is, which is awesome, which then again, helps us serve people better. So very cool, man. So uh, Joe, let's get back into your gym. So at, at Method Muscatine, how did you guys go about like uh, getting your, like basically your billing, your membership prices and your rates? How did you come up with that concept? We went around to see what was in our area. Yeah. So when we first started up, we knew that we needed practice. Us right. coaches, we needed practice. And it was going to be a risk for you to join our gym when there's other gyms around us. Yeah. So yeah. the value behind joining our gym in that first month, you knew you were going to get some hiccups. Okay. Hopefully you stick with us. To yeah. where 
in a year, two years, my coaching eye sharpens and we can like really get you good. Right. Hopefully it's a lot sooner. Right. Which thankfully it was to where like these people that yeah. did kind of reach their neck out and join us as previous CrossFit members, as um, newbies, yeah, newbies to CrossFit, uh, that they trusted us for that. So we gave those people um, a deal. In that first month, we hadn't even like officially opened up. I don't even think we were an affiliate at the time. Um, so that was at a discounted rate. For three years, you're going to get that rate. Right. Um, and now we're at that final year. These people are, I feel confident in saying that they're going to stay yeah, <laughs> they've been here this long. Um, after that, we set our standard rate to about the median of what every other gym was. Sure, around sure. Us. Yeah. And now that price is going up and we haven't changed our yeah. prices. So it's a matter of when is the correct time to do that? And when does it make sense for us? Sure. And does, does that value equate to what we're giving out to the member through the member's eyes? Right. 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 Yeah. A lot of, a lot of factors go into play, right? Like uh, raising the rates can be hard. I think you just, yeah, but we have something we have to do. I think we're offering a great service, you know, and uh, right. cut once cut deep was kind of my mentality is do it. And like, I didn't grandfather anybody in. I just went up, you know, and uh, only once in the whole time. But yeah, it's obviously not the easiest thing in the world to do. So yeah, de definitely something there. Now you said, uh, how do you go about when members do join? What does that initial process, Joe, look like? Say I joined today. I, I just walk in. What is that process from getting me in the door to getting me like part of the group class? What is that process like? So we'd like to get you in the door. Right. And if you are completely baseline then we will invite you to a class and we'll invite you to a whole week's of week of class. Okay. And if you are very, very new, then I will, or another coach will kind of be in the back pocket of that class right. and help guide along, facilitate okay. the newer people along with those that are um, established. Sure, sure, sure. Yep. Yep. Just so that person knows what's, kind of going on and they don't feel completely lost right right because it's like a whole new language out there like oh yeah it's crazy bombs hang clean power clean like what is this yeah yeah right wraps and uh yeah. wall balls and burpees like what the heck is this you know um yeah so there's a thousand ways to do that you know um is that way working well so far are you thinking of changing it or how how is that method so yeah, far i mean we we've talked about like a foundations class and i'd like to right. do that um so once again, it's like when we do start rolling out these, whether it's campaigns or ads or something like yeah. that, then's the time to, let's say we have fresh meat, then sure, sure. do a foundations class yeah. two times a week, three times a week, go over the basics. Definitely. Yeah. I think it's a, a definitely good addition, good revenue stream, good way to start people, makes it easier for them because it's hard to start across it, right? It's a hard barrier to entry, at least from a member coming in, right? Easier barrier to entry to start a gym, but hard for those folks to come into the gym. Oh, it's terrifying. It's, yeah, man, you can walk in, people have their shirts off, they're snatching, they're like, what the hell? You got women squatting 250 pounds, like, what the hell? Where am I? I remember my first experience across, but I was like, so I got certified, it's like, what, 2009? And, uh, you know, Camille LeBlanc-Bazinet that she won the CrossFit game. So she was in my 
she wasn't teaching the cert. She was getting certified. She was, and they break you into those little cohorts, those little groups of 10 people, eight people. She was like next to me the whole weekend. I didn't know who she was. And she's like, yeah, ridiculously fit. And I was just like, what in the hell is happening? I was hooked at that point on forever. But, uh, is that no, back when they used to do Fran? We did Fran. Yeah. She destroyed me. Yeah. yeah. yeah it was, it was, everybody just sat there and watched her. Like she was doing butterfly pull-ups then, which nobody was like, we were like, what the hell? Yeah. It was, wow. It was, it's the L1. Yeah, man. It was crazy. It was very cool. It was very cool. So, uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but, uh, yeah. When do you plan to launch? We're talking about launching these, uh, initial offers programs. When do you plan to launch that? And what do you think you're going to, what's it going to look like? You're going to do like challenges or you're going to do like free week or what do you think that looks like, Joe? Yeah, we typically do free week. It's hard to grasp, uh, what CrossFit style training is. If you come in on a day like today, when we do heavy day of deadlifts right 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 this is it and then tomorrow you could come in and there's a three minute amrap and you're burping your face off yeah so we want to give people that spectrum of we do heavy days we do skill days of gymnastics with our metcon stuff like that yeah yeah um we plan on doing something post memorial day okay we're running a new nutrition challenge that should be pretty exciting it's going to be a whole new layout for us so yeah i think that's great man yeah people love challenges like like programs with that defined end date is like so important i think especially to getting people started because you know they come sign up they don't you know sometimes people are leery of signing up for a year or six months but like a four to six week challenge type thing is like i think perfect great way to start people for sure man then we can roll them into our program after that you know uh, Joe, so we talked about uh, PT earlier, personal training, uh, I think before we came on the air. But uh, what, where do you stand on that? I know you said uh, you do a little bit now. Do you want to grow that part of the business? Or what is this your approach to personal training within a CrossFit affiliate? Uh, as far as PT goes, I'm always going to push the lifestyle aspect mm-hmm. outside of the gym as we do it. So a good example would be like one of the clients is – older um their their main issue is eating outside of the gym right so that's the that's the big focus yeah when they come in we're spending 15 minutes talking about how the last couple of days have gone yeah and then like the next steps after that do we need to start taking pictures of the food and sending it to me just right. so we can see what's going on right um as well as like looking at not the outcome, but the process of what's going on. For sure. Yeah. Super easy to look at. Why isn't this happening? Well, that's because that of is. Of course. Yeah. Away. You got to chill. Exactly. Yeah. We got to enjoy the journey. Right. And that's, that's everything, you know, and uh, the results will come a hundred percent. So uh, get members in the door, right? Hard thing to do. Once we get in there, we want to keep them for as long as we can. Since uh, it's been a few months here, Joe, what do you think are keys to like, keeping people engaged in your CrossFit gym, keeping members happy and, you know, keeping them coming back day after day, week after week, after week month after month, what are just some key act, key actions that you take to keep those people engaged? A lot of things. You got to make uh, fun events, social yeah. events. For sure. The open Friday night lights. Yeah. That's a classic one. We just got done doing a in-house competition just for fun. Like, yeah. Totally random. We did random name drawings for partners and stuff like that. So you have scaled right. partners with RX partners. And, very cool. Yeah, very cool. Uh, it's a blast. Um, 
as well as just like just talk to these people like they're like your neighbor you know oh yeah yeah you need to get to know these people right you need to know like if you don't know what your members do for a living like that's a huge red flag a thousand percent yeah you got to know yeah you want part of what we do is obviously fitness but we're also in that relationship business coaching business community right. building business accountability building business all of it so yeah I don't know their names, obviously, and use that a lot and like know something about them, you know, and actually give a give yeah. a shit for lack of better terms. Right. Like yeah. here, have some conviction on what we do. Yeah, I think that's so important, man. So uh, and I think that's for, yeah. really hard for some people to do. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, for me, it's, yeah. it's very easy. I can shoot the shit with somebody probably. 10 times easier than I could fix their butterfly pull-ups or something. Right. And that's a, that's a huge stuff, man. Yeah. And that's more people care about that than I think fixing their butterfly pull-up. Oh, you know? for sure. That's why they're coming to the gym. Like, you know, it's yeah. like, yeah, that's the important thing really at the end of the day, what we're doing, where do you stand on like, you know, uh, supplements, selling those nutrition coaching. I know you talked about, you do that with your PT clients. Um, so just like Ascension services and products that you sell on top of the membership. Um, we give every new sign up a bottle of SARMs. No, we, we don't. We don't do that. I was like, nice, man. Nice. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to join tomorrow. I'm going to head out to Iowa. Get some of that. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. So we do uh, protein, um, <laughs> like collagen. Basically, if it passes my radar of like, this Good. is safe and it's. Yeah not crazy and it doesn't have holographics on the pre-workout then like right right did it um so we do the classic fit aid we do yep. uh protein so earth fed muscle out of colorado okay uh, they're really good and we do like bear bell protein bars sure sure um, yeah we don't do go too crazy on we don't yeah, carry bangs or anything yeah. Yeah. Just to have it there. People are, people are going to buy it anyway. Might as well buy it at our spot. You know, what about like merchandise and all sorts of stuff you guys do? Shirts, yeah. and all that fun stuff. Drops every, uh, yeah. So often we'd like to do that a little more frequent because people love buying it. Love it, man. Or like for events, like for Murph or like for, for the yeah. open or 4th right. of July, Christmas, whatever. Yeah. You go crazy with that. People love it. People will do anything for a t-shirt, man. It's, it's so funny. Sure. It's crazy. You know, like, uh, I think Greg Glassman had a saying back in the day, people like, Men will die for points, like when the CrossFit Games was like points, and then like also for a T-shirt, something like that. I don't know. This is dating myself here, but uh, take it right off, right off, man. Yeah, right off. Throw it on the ground. Sweat angel, all that good stuff. So, so Joe, we talked about so still still three months in here. So we'll say new business, new new to this business piece. Like, what is your manifesting time here? Like putting the goals out there. What is like your five year goal here? Where'd you love to be in five years? So 2027 May. What is it? May 10th, 11th, 2027. Where are we at? Uh, we'd like to be in a, a better building for sure yeah. to better yeah. accommodate more people. So hopefully we have more people. That's the plan. Right. Uh, continue to develop coaches. So I want them to be getting better, better coaches. They explain the simpler things um, better. So I want uh, to keep developing them. I mean, obviously grow. Like we want that 120. Yeah. That'd be super awesome. Um, 
for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, simple skills, like you just said, with the, with the coaching staff, and that's key. Um, yeah. I mean, 120, I think, is definitely possible way before five years, right? So is that yeah. more like, your, like, like one year vision, a year from today? Maybe that's a better question. A year from today, you guys are at 120. And that's kind of the main focus right now, moving, moving towards that number. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, uh, that would definitely push us towards our goal of like getting out of this building and sure. getting into a, um, a better suited location, whether that's building or yeah, purchasing. Ideally we'd want to purchase. So, right, right, right. Yeah. When, so yeah, it kind of answers my, my next question. Like when you get to 120, like how is life different for you as a business owner at that point at 120 compared to like today? What, right. what do you think is the biggest change? Well, they say what revenue is freedom. So you more money gives you more freedom. Yeah, for sure. Not even in the sense of like my own personal right. um, lifestyle, but in the sense of the gym. So the more money we can make, the better I can do on the back end. Yep. I can have people coaching um, the classes that I am taking on right now. Cause I'm taking on quite a bit. My wife does a lot on the back end, So it'd be nice to swap that to where I can do this stuff on the back end, continue to develop that, develop our coaches, participate in class, still be like Joe's the guy. Right. That is the face of this business is the big mirror of this business. Um, but do it in a sense that's like, in class or coaching yeah. every so often, you know? Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah. So like always good to have goals. I think good to put them out there, then take action to get them. Do you foresee any big challenges in your way uh, from getting to where you are now to that number of 120 or even higher? Um, Like what keeps you up at night right now? Anything keep you up at night? I know a thousand things kept still, yeah. keep me up at night, but uh, there's gotta be one thing. I mean, obviously the satisfaction of uh, keeping members happy, you know, I'm always going to be the biggest critic of that. And the little stuff that I see, but maybe not others see, um, and just having that quality product of a CrossFit gym, you know, CrossFit class, Um, the little stuff, the bigger stuff is like, oh man, like like CrossFit, the brand CrossFit, their prime is not right now. That's like nicely saying it. Like right. things are getting weird. Right. So that's a little concerning, but our name is not connected directly. Like people sure. know us as the method. Yeah. Um, our affiliate name is completely different. Okay. Um, is that the main reason why you did that? Why you didn't put that in the name? So we opened up before we were an affiliate. Okay. Okay. So we needed a business name. Gotcha. Opened up and then waited like two, three months to become an affiliate. Sure. Sure. Yeah, that and that's sense. a big thing we're struggling with now is like, we need to unify our business as right. the method. Yeah. And when you Google CrossFit in Muscatine, Iowa, we need our name to come up. Yeah, sure. Sure. And it also be the method. So it's like, how do we, so that's yeah, like sure, now. man. Yeah, like the uh, clarity in our branding, right? In our messaging, also, yeah, super important. So, uh, for sure, a pros and cons to both. You know, like I think there's a lot of pros to being a CrossFit affiliate. Uh, some cons, you know, but I only, I only, I only saw good things from from having the affiliate as part of a, uh, you know, the name or or the branding. Same. If you will. 
Yeah. And I've been super impressed with the stuff uh, that they're rolling out. Right. Leadership is like super tricky right now. Yeah. Not a clear um, leader. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. It's very challenging to, uh, to see growth of that, like CrossFit in general, to see it growing without like somebody that is leading. Yeah. Just like a board. Right. So it's, uh, I mean, change is good. Change is healthy. So, uh, I think at the end of the day, the affiliates are the ones that drive the success. Like, so like, and, uh, there's a lot of good ones out there. So it's, uh, yeah, I think it's all good, man. And Joe, I know, uh, we have to kind of wrap this up here, man, time wise, but, uh, great place to wrap this up, man. I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story, especially new in your kind of journey here, which is awesome, man. I wish you the best of luck and it's stuff you'll remember forever. So, man, it's really cool to have you on. And where can the listeners find you guys on your website, social media, where can, where can we check you out and see what's going on? Uh, our website is the method Muscatine. I don't know if anybody goes to websites anymore, but, uh, Facebook, the method Muscatine, Instagram, the dot method dot Muscatine. Awesome, man. Love it. Joe, appreciate you, man. And, uh, thank you for having me on. You got it, dude. Listeners, we appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like, and subscribe to be notified for future episodes. And until next time, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is the duo, the both of them, Michelle and John Terry. What's going on, folks? How are you? Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? Always good. It's Monday. We're about to have some fun and let's just get right into this podcast. So look, we're excited to have both of you on here. And before we dive into what you guys have going on at the facility there, uh, first tell us a little bit about how you describe your business to people and what made you guys get started in the first place. Um, well, we do have a mission statement. Um, we are we want to impact the lives of others while building a foundation centered around Christ. So we are a faith-based gym. Um, located in Newburn, North Carolina, which is on the East Coast. Um, we are about, we're sitting right now at about 13,000 square feet. And we started in January of 18 with 1,000 square feet in a storage unit. So we have yep. slowly been growing and investing back into the business. Yeah, we started in a storage unit with, we had one outlet. Um, we had a little sound bar and then we... <laughs> About two months in, we ordered a supporter potty, put that outside, and we just, I mean, took it from there. And it's been, I mean, it's been crazy. The growth has been just 
insane. And um, I was able to quit my job last March of 15 years. So I'm now full-time gym. Um, Both of us work here full-time. And it's just been, it's been incredible. Living the dream. Yeah. I was going to allude it to the words out of my mouth. Congratulations. I mean, to be from where you guys once were to the humble beginnings of there to be where you are now. I mean, such a beautiful thing. I think like I said, like a blessing, you know, I mean, realistically, like not everybody could say they did that, you know, especially going through COVID. I know you guys have put a prior, but going from 2018, going through COVID and being to where you guys are now. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's not a blessing. We, I don't know what we it also, is. We also lost our home in uh, hurricane Florence. And that was like at the peak, I think, yeah, at the time, cool. we had a uh, deadlifting competition. We had like 150 people show up. We had all this momentum. We were still growing. And then the like three days later, we got hit with a hurricane and lost everything, which was straining on the business and our marriage and everything. So, But, yeah, but, we came back, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> with a vengeance. So there's, been, wow. there's been some bumps in the road, sure. Yeah. I mean, hey, the bigger the bump, the stronger it makes you, you know. I think – I, well, I appreciate you guys sharing that, number one. I appreciate the honesty and transparency there, seriously. And I mean, again, if you guys can do that, I mean, you guys, at this point, unbreakable, you know? I mean, geez, oh, wow. So, um, and, and, you know, let, let's dive into the business a little bit, right? And let, let's say this. Um, if I was a member, right, and I came to the business, um, what services would I kind of have to choose from? Or what do you guys provide? Well, to be honest, we don't really provide much of anything other than the gym itself and personal trainers. We do have trainers here. Um, we've got four right now on staff. Um, we actually just lost one. <laughs> um, but they are independent contractors, so they set their own hours and set their own pricing. They just pay us a rent um, as opposed to us taking a percentage. We wanted them to you know, really be the best trainer they could be without stressing out about um, – you know, us taking money from each client. So we do have the personal trainers here. We have a boot camp that our head trainer um, runs every other Saturday. Um, And that is, anyone can actually come to that member or non-member is allowed to come to those. And then on the alternating Saturdays, he has a run club out at the local high school here. So those would be really the only services other than the fact that we have a we do have a smoothie bar here that's independently ran we got that we got locker rooms with with very nice showers um and we just offer it's the atmosphere people walk in here and they're like holy like i I don't need to go look anywhere else and and sometimes like when people show up if they're new to the area we're like hey if this isn't the right fit for you there's we name off the other gyms like go check them out because if you don't want to, if you don't enjoy it, we don't want you, we don't want you, want you to want to take your money right. and we don't want you to be here if you don't want to be here. But they always, I mean, 99% of the time they come back and they're like, there's no, no question. Like, it's just the atmosphere. It's the people. It's the connection. Uh, the, the bay doors are open. We got over a thousand square foot of turf. Like, it's just, oh. it's a different atmosphere. The, the camaraderie here is just amazing. And yeah, we don't put yeah. up with with certain things that that commercial gyms put up with, like men being being perverts and <laughs> yeah. making people uncomfortable. Like I don't put up with that. Uh, I believe yeah, it. it means a lot. 
<laughs> yeah. And one thing I wanted to, uh, to touch on what you said, John, is just about how genuine you are. I mean, you both of you, I mean, to be able to say like, Hey, you know, maybe it's not a good fit for you. Go try this other gym. Not everybody can do that. A lot of the people who come and I try to, like, once they're in front of them, they have to close that person. And they're like, oh, I'll give you this. I'll give you that. But it's like, man, like, if it doesn't work for you, I'm not forcing you. <laughs> no. it, it's, it, it puts a strain on the atmosphere when people are here and they don't want to be here. It's, you know, it's the negativity it will spread very quickly. Um, and that for me, it's environment and connection with our members. Um, I want to know how your mom's surgery was. I want to know how your weekend was. I mean, I truly am invested in where well, we both are, but I'm really invested in the members and, and you know, what, what do they do outside of the facility, what their goals are here, other than just being a paying number. Yeah, yeah, I think um, building that community is super important. Sorry, John, I didn't mean to cut you off, but go ahead. No, she's... She's uh, on point there. She's good with that. She remembers names. Um, if, if anybody's got anything going on in their personal life, she remembers that and asks them. And that, that goes a long ways. Um, and I remember telling her, because she wasn't involved very much in the beginning. It was just me with this crummy gym, like, hey, we're going to make something out of this. Just trust me. And then finally, before she actually came on, I just kept telling her, I'm like, when you come in and you put everything into this and you're invested, it's going to change everything. And when she did that, everything changed. I mean, this just, she made such a difference by coming in and, and pouring into it. Because it, it wasn't the same when it was just me running it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think uh, it's always the smallest structures that hold the biggest weight, right? So, being able to do that and, and remember those small things. I mean, it puts a big impact on people. And especially we're doing it with hundreds of members. I mean, come on, <laughs> that's impressive in itself. Yeah, and our, I mean, our members are great too. I mean, you know, we, I don't know that if we mentioned it before, but we're not a staffed facility. So we don't have any employees. It's just John and I that run the gym, even though it's 24 seven. So um, when we aren't here, the, the members are just incredible. They do, they just do a great job of making sure everything's smooth. They, they keep in touch with us. They'll call us if something breaks or one night we call and say, Hey, um, the garage doors are open. Should I shut them? They're just, they're invested. They're just as much invested as we are. And it shows. Um, and I think that that is, that makes a great team that we're both, you know, the members and the yeah, yeah. And on the topic of members, um, how many members are you guys at currently? Uh, we're around 720 right now. Hold on. Let's do that again. We're right at 720 members right now. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I think the audio, I don't know if the audio is cutting out on my part or your part. Let me see. Do I sound weird as well? No, you don't, but oh, can you? There we go. Know? That was back to normal. That, it was back to normal. Just... Yeah, okay. perfect. It's like, can perfect. you hear me now? Okay. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're currently sitting at 720 members. Yeah. 720. Okay, awesome. Great number. And, uh, you know, if, if I was a member, right, and, and I want to get started, what would I have to pay to get started? Uh, we got a $50 joining fee. Um, 
and we get that in cash. We prorate if you join like mid month, we prorate it. So saying if you joined on the first or the second, it would be uh, $95 in cash. And then your first draft would start the following month for 45 for $45 a month. We do not have contracts. We require a 30 day notice to cancel on this. Very simple. Yeah. I, I literally, I was, I was on a podcast the other day with somebody I, I literally was mentioning simple will always outbeat sexy, right? It's like, if you're simple and you don't get too out there and try to do all these fancy things, people love it. You know, people love it. it it's the easiest thing to do. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely still old school. We still do everything with paper. Um, so we wow. have to really get together once a month and do spreadsheets and updates and, you know, from people canceling, we're in a... Um, we are right in the middle of two large bases, marine bases here on the East Coast. So we have a lot of um, military that are members. So we see a lot of turnaround there with them PCSing or, or going um, on, uh, they have orders to go on tours and such. So, um, but yeah, we still do everything by paper. <laughs> not everything. Well, not everything. Yeah, our, our <laughs> billing system is QuickBooks, which is a very nice simple system but other than that our you've got a uh, a keypad code on the door to enter and we don't do key fobs or anything like that yeah yeah wow i mean i think uh whether it's old school or new school doesn't really matter i think at that point as long as you know your numbers and as long as you you know what's going on in the facility that's the biggest thing um, and I think obviously yeah. using QuickBooks as well and doing both. I mean, I know he said do everything on paper, but I think it would be impossible at this point to do everything on paper, <laughs> but yeah. not, uh, impressive in itself. So. Um, and, uh, but uh, another question about clients here, um, you know, I know you guys have the military base and I'm pretty sure you guys have a great community of clients, but how do you guys go about finding newer clients, people who may not know about the facility? Word of mouth. Everything word of mouth. We don't do any advertising. No marketing, no that. advertising. It's kind of like a private club. Um, the gym speaks for itself. Or we have a lot of people now, when I ask everyone that comes in how they heard about the gym, it's either from a friend that trains here or from Google. Google's been great for us. Uh, reviews that have been left. So when people will um, search for gyms in the area, we're, we're popping right up. Um, they're reading through the reviews, I think, and then coming in for a tour. Everyone has to come in for a tour first. Um, you can't just sign up online or anything like that. Um, so everyone will come in for a, a tour, and then that's when we go from there, whether or not they end up signing up or, or they, they try the facility out a couple of times. And the gym and Henry, our dog, really sells the gym. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a gym dog, so he comes with us too. Yeah. A gym dog, I got to make sure that uh, all future gym owners bring a yes, gym dog. <laughs> we got to put on, on the on the podcast list, the guests are Michelle, John, and Henry. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Um, and so uh, let me ask you guys this, because you guys are at 750 now, right? Um, what would be maximum capacity for you guys? Like, What would be the point of, like, if the traffic was never a concern, where would be that maximum number and estimate of how many clients you guys can handle? I, I mean, we can handle 2000, I would think, but I'm capping it at a thousand just, just to keep it. I mean, we have, 
like she said, we have a lot of people that, that move every month, whether it be military or, or whatnot. Um, so there's all, there's always going to be room for more. Cause if we hit a thousand, then we might lose 30 that next month. So it's not like people can't join, but I don't want it to become overcrowded. I want it to stay somewhat small cause it started out as a family, like a family field gym and it's really stayed that way. And I don't want to lose that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's big. I think that's a big portion. Cause I mean, it really goes to show how much of a community you want to maintain and that you are there not for financial gratification, but to help people. And you're looking in their best interests and putting their best interests ahead of your own financial gratification again, because you can go above that, but for their own comfort, you're not. I love that. But I love that. No, it's not all about, I mean, it was never all about money, but which obviously is nice, but um, I mean, we've been blessed with a building that's very affordable. We've been blessed with the members that we have. And it's just, I don't, I don't want to push it. I mean, I love, we're living the life that we want to live right now. We have freedom. We have finance. We have money coming in. Like everything's great. So it's like, I don't want to push it. Oh, we need to hit $80,000 every month. Like I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I'm not interested in that at all. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I think that's a, that's a major component. I think a lot of gymers stray away from almost because it's, it's, I mean, not going to name any corporate gym specifically, but you know, you go into those gyms, you feel like a dollar sign walking in there. You don't even feel like a person, but you guys treat people yeah. like people, which is why they're, they, why do you think they're coming from word of mouth? Because the fulfillment, the service, the actual facility is so great. People are, are like, hey, I had a great experience. Go over there too. You'll have a great experience just like I did. So I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. And now what I want to do here, I want to kind of take a step back, right? Let's say we'll behind the client, right? Let's say I was a lead. I was interested in joining um, and I came in. Uh, can you guys walk me through that client journey, right? So if I was interested in joining, um, tell me about like the, the sales process and then becoming a client and like actually onboarding to get started. Okay, so everything takes about, what, <laughs> 10 minutes tops, maybe. Um, it's so simple. Everybody that comes in, the first thing I do is let them know that the main door stays locked 24-7, but we are open 24-7. Um, everyone that joins, um, John creates their own unique code. No one else has that code in the facility. You punch in that code, and then you sign in on a piece of paper. Um we don't require our members to sign out. Um, that's strictly for tracking for our trainers so they can kind of see our heavier times for scheduling their clients. Um, and then I just walk them through the first part of the warehouse, which is how many square feet? 3,000. 3,000. And that's our area where we have some cardio equipment. We've got a little, um, a couple of tables where you can sit, cubbies for your stuff. Um, boxing bags with a boxing timer. We do have a timer for working the bags. And then we've got our rogue rack and a small portion of turf where you can functional fitness. We do allow our members to do cleans and snatches on the turf as long as they're using bumper plates. And um, that first warehouse is the only side of the gym where we actually have bumper plates. Um, We've just recently purchased caliber plates as well um, for our joint. Calibrated. calibrated plates. <laughs> I'll get it eventually. <laughs> um, I know what you meant. We've got our. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. 
We've got three power racks on that side, um, Atlas stones with an Atlas stone holder. Um, we do have a keg that has sand in it. So we have the, what's the back machine that we have? The reverse hyper? Reverse hyper. We've got a reverse hyper, um, which has come in handy for a lot of our folks that have bad backs. Um, and then I will walk you to our main side, which is all of our gym equipment. Um, and then that side of the gym has a chalk bowl. Um, we have, is it a thousand square foot in turf? Yeah, a thousand yeah. square foot in turf there for the yoke and push sled. If you want to do walking lunges, anything like that. And then everything on that side of the gym is grouped according to body part. That way, if you if you know you're going to be training chest for the day, you're only going to be hitting on one side of the gym. You're not having to go back and forth all over. So John's done a really good job of um, putting the equipment together according to body part, which has worked out really well for the gym not being overly crowded, I think. It's spaced really well. Um, we have two bay doors on that side of the gym. And then we do have a fenced-in area in the back with a table if you want to go out there and eat or just lounge out. Um, and then I take you over to our lounge area, which is separate. It does have a door because it stays climate-controlled year-round. It has the rest of our cardio equipment, um, a table, a refrigerator for post- and pre-workout meals, microwave, um, a nice TV if you wanted to watch TV, did I say the rest of our cardio equipment? Yeah, okay. couches, recliners, couches, smoothie bar. Yeah. Massage chairs, reading material. But other than that, there's no sales pitch. It's like, that this, would be this it. is it. But, I mean, yeah. Uh, if you want to try it out, you're welcome to try it out. We're not going to charge you. But. I basically, that's all I do is I'll walk you all the way through the gym. We have a prayer request board here. Um, I definitely point that out. We've got some plans and programs that I've printed throughout the years that we have hung up. Like if, if you don't, or can't or afford a personal trainer. We do have some programs and plans that you can take home and make copies, just bring them back. And then once you decide to sign up, um, we have a QuickBooks authorization form that you fill out and then a waiver. All members and guests sign this exact same waiver, which just releases us from liability. And now you're a member, that's it. And let me ask you guys this, who does the the tour typically or who does the uh <laughs> I do. He's like, yeah, I, <laughs> I mean she went I out of that. town she went to disney a couple weeks ago she was gone for a week and for some reason the week was slow normally we have three to five people a day coming like messaging and reaching out for some reason it was really slow so it worked out well i didn't have to sign anybody while she was gone <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he's the biggest concern. Oh man, that's hilarious. Um, okay, yeah. yeah. And um, so let me ask you guys, I'll turn the tables here. I'll let you guys kind of do some self-reflection here. And, uh, you know, in, in business, there's typically about five pillars of business that we typically use. Um, but in the gym industry, fitness industry, we typically use three more than any of, of the other five. Uh, I'm sorry, the other two. Um, and that's lead generation, which is your marketing, sales, which is your acquisition, and then retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer and getting them to purchase more from you. Uh, of those three, where do you feel like you guys could improve the most? Hmm. Probably retention. Like, we don't try to sell anything. That's, that's I mean, that's here. the thing. Like, I we don't. It would be retention. Yeah. Probably retention. Um, you know, we have some apparel. <laughs> 
we don't try to push personal trainers on anyone. Um, for me, even once you become a member, my goal is to still maintain that relationship with you to keep you. I want to keep people here. I want them to be happy. If they're not happy about something, if something makes them uncomfortable, we've created an open door environment here where folks can come in and um, it's almost like a therapy session, to be honest, or um, they can really let us, they can be open about what the complaint is. Um, but I would say, I mean, we've got some apparel here. We don't really push that on anybody. Well, we, everything that drops like hats, shirts, bags, stuff like that, it's all through Instagram. And um, then you'll see it when you come in. And if, if you want to purchase something, you'll just typically let us know. But other than that, I would say definitely retention for us. Do you think it's the retention? I don't know that we necessarily follow any of those really. Cause like, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we just, like, we started this, it's like, and that's what I tell people, I'm like, if you're interested in doing something like this, you don't have to know what you're doing. You just <laughs> figure it out as you go and, and do what works. But, like, we do not in any way push any type of sales on on people. Like, if somebody said, like somebody said yesterday, um, there was a couple that wanted to join, and they're like, well, what's your your couple's discount like we don't have one we have a family discount so if you sign a third person it would be half off two people it's 90 dollars and they're like well that's too much okay. okay there's a planet fitness down the road like that's fine yeah so, totally <laughs> we can't compete with the, the area and we're not going to yeah no but we understand I, I will say that we've we've been in a position to where people that that we have a relationship with in the gym if they lose their job fall on hard times like all we have to do is go in and pause their account and you still have a membership like and of course there's been times where people take advantage of that but for the most part they're grateful and then when they get their job back they're like hey can you start billing me again like absolutely and that's the great thing about we don't have to ask anybody it's it's our decision yeah. and it feels good to be able to do things like that yeah, it definitely feels good to be able to help people when they're in time of need. Because, I mean, we've we've all been there at some point in time where we've been in a time of need. And your exactly. mental health is so important. And, you know, whenever COVID hit, we had John lent out about half the gym equipment to people. They came and picked up gym equipment so that they could have gym equipment at their yeah. home. Um, and because their mental wow. health was, I mean, it's so important. And he, he realizes that for himself as well. Um so yeah, that was that was it's been very humbling for us. I mean, I hope you guys got at least half of that stuff back. Did you? I hope so. I mean, that's yeah. generous. Every bit of that. every single bit back. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I wish I had a, a Jim who did that for me over here. <laughs> that oh man, <laughs> wow, that's awesome. That is that's awesome. So uh, and on the topic of retention, guys. So how do you guys go about tracking? Um, new members who come in and exiting members on when their membership is done. All, all by a spreadsheet. I mean, every, yeah. every month, the beginning and the end of the month, we go through the spreadsheet of members that have canceled and new members. And it's always it's anywhere from 10 members to you know, one month we lost 42. But we sign every month 
idea what happened there that was <laughs> <laughs> we were like oh picture of ourselves <laughs> I, I was, i'm telling you you guys were going and i heard i, I was like oh, about 30 members down. i was like and it just shut down i was like what the heck so i was like okay i was like i don't know if you guys were on a phone or something maybe it died but i was like what the heck? No. <laughs> well uh I guess like, you could pick up right where you left off john i'm sorry about that <laughs> i'm not sure where you lost me but um I was saying we we typically sign an average of 45 members a month. And if we lose 20 a month, I mean, it all levels out. And there's not, I mean, if people are moving, most of the time when people cancel, it's because they're moving. Um, other times people will cancel mostly because they don't have time or they don't have the motivation to actually use it. And, and I've realized um, as we've grown that, a lot of people are extremely, extremely tight on money based off how many transactions we have decline every month. I mean, it's, it's insane. And then like three days later, it'll go through. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we probably have 40, we had 45 decline this month. And And I mean, it'll sometimes it'll be halfway through the month before someone can afford to pay for their membership for the month. Um, as long as they're in communication with us, we don't deactivate their account. I mean, I get uh-huh. it. You know, I remember being there. Like, if you didn't have the money in your account. I mean, I, I specifically remember being there. In my, Eating ramen noodles. Yeah, ramen noodles <laughs> and ketchup. <laughs> so. uh-huh. I uh, see that and that's the thing that you can't replace, right? Those those humble beginnings, those experiences that you go through to to level with other people. I think and that's what I think a lot of times do forget is that we're all human. You know, we all go through our own trials, our own tribulations, and, and we all have hard times. And I feel like a lot of other facilities don't address that. And I think that's that's, that's a great thing that you guys do. And that's an awesome, awesome point there, guys. And I mean seriously like uh, I would be a member at your gym by the way you guys are. I mean, it's just so genuine. I mean, like you don't get that everywhere. You know what I mean? And I think that's a beautiful thing, guys, yeah. for the both of you. Seriously. I mean, holy cow. And so I mean, the last two questions. Go ahead, John. Go ahead. No, sorry, go ahead. I was, I was going to say, like, commercial gyms don't have the capability to be like that. Like, we connect on a personal level. Commercial gyms don't. I mean, it, it is what it is. It's not not really their fault it's just that it's different it's also not hard to do and i mean we have every single member has access to both of us directly not just through email they can text us anytime so i mean it's it's just different but go ahead with what you were saying yeah i was gonna say last two questions for you guys here um you know and this is a big one right i mean what is the the bigger picture for you guys the overarching goal what do you guys want to accomplish I'll let you 
I feel like we've done it. Like, I just want to continue the, the road that we're going right now. Reach, reach the members that we want, you know, reach the thousand member mark. Um, I think that is a goal that we've set. So it would be nice to accomplish that. Um, I would like to expand. I don't know that we're on the same page with that yet, but I would like to expand um, to the third warehouse here where we are and have group training in all of our cardio equipment and boxing bags in one area. Um, so, I, but I don't think we're quite, we're not quite there yet. Well, we're waiting, we're waiting on the space to open up. Um, I actually just ordered some new, I found a new line of equipment, a, a new contact in Virginia and found this new line of equipment and just ordered some pieces this morning, which I'm really excited about that. That's another thing, like members love they love like, seeing the investment. Yeah, they see where their money is going. And it's been like that from day one because we have to spend money. Otherwise, we're going to give it to the government. <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> John, I all know that. Oh, my God, this guy. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> Oh, man, that's so true, though. But, oh, jeez. Look, John, you said you're an introvert, man, but you're a funny guy, man. <laughs> the introvert part, man. <laughs> But uh, awesome, guys. And a last question for you. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. We had one guy two weeks ago. He walked out for 10 minutes and came back in. He's like, all right, I'm ready to go. I'm answering. I was like, sure. Um, so it's for the both of you because you guys did the journey together, right? When you guys first started your gym, right? Right before opening that thousand square foot gym. What is, uh, if you could tell yourself one piece of advice, what is, what is what would you guys tell each other, you know, or, or Vice versa, what would you guys tell each other? What would John, what would you say to yourself? Or, you know, Michelle, would you tell yourself if you can go back in time and speak to you guys right before opening up that gym? For me, it would be prayer, just prayer and trust in God that this is the journey that he wanted us to take. I was very hesitant. We both worked full-time jobs and we knew that the gym was going to have to run itself. And I was very skeptical I was scared I was worried I had anxiety I didn't know how we didn't know anything about running a small business neither I mean neither one of us so we were diving in head first and blind and you know anything that you can think of along that line so for me it would just be just prayer and just and trusting in the journey and, and this is what God's placed in our lives and it's what he wants us to do this is how he wants us to impact others um so that would be the biggest thing for me and trusting in john because he was, <laughs> he was so adamant that this is this is what we are doing <laughs> yeah i mean based off me now talking to myself then i mean there's nothing there's nothing to say because my my determination and drive yeah. back then was it was unbelievable like i look back like people ask me all the time for advice on starting a gym and when i tell them like the I remember the first time I actually typed it in a text message and I read it back and I'm like, holy crap, like how did, how did I even do that? Cause I mean, I was working, ten hour I was working 10 hour days. I'm not a trainer. I don't like being a trainer, but I was in order to make money. So I'd get up at four o'clock, train clients, go to work, train clients, train myself, get home at nine. nine. And I did that for three years. So, and every, we started small. I think we put $5,000 on a credit card because we didn't have any money. But then when I started training, um, bringing in some income, 
we just the gym has financed itself we have probably four hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment and zero debt because we've done a step about taking every dime that comes into the gym we put it back into it so i didn't even start paying myself until i quit my job in march in march yeah and at, at that point, we were bringing in more than enough money to survive. I mean, my long-term goal was 300 members, make, bring them 12 grand a month. Like, yeah, that's great. And then, like, you realize the more, more you grow, like, it's just. I but mean, I mean, the just possibilities like you said, you are, just are endless. Bought five pieces of equipment. And like, you would think we we're maxed out. We've got the gym; it's ready. You don't need anything else. But he's now he's replacing equipment. Because we started out with Craigslist equipment <laughs> and Newburn High School donating oh equipment God. to us. Like that, we were super, everything was mismatched. <clears throat> it was so he's replacing equipment now. And you know, like you said, people are seeing that investment come back into the gym. And, and I think that they appreciate seeing where <laughs> their money's going. Um, yeah. Which is that they respect the facility for that. I, I think the biggest thing, though, is aside from the work ethic that it took and obviously it put a ton of strain on our marriage. Like it was, it was tough, but the biggest thing is I never ever missed. I prayed about this place daily, daily. like throughout the day. It's the first thing I did when I woke up, I'm like, God, just, I, I'm trusting, trusting this, help us, help us walk in, in the path that you're creating for us and, and trust it. And, I mean, you don't know when you start something like this, you're like, eh. there's always going to be doubt, but yeah, I mean, ha- there's only one way to find out and you got to put a hundred percent into it. It has to be constantly. 100%. You can't, it can't be half anything. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, geez, guys, I, <laughs> I wish this wasn't the end of it, but I mean, unfortunately, I think it's a pretty good place to uh, wrap things up on this episode of, but you know, before we do a hundred percent, Michelle and John, no, please shout out your Instagram, Facebook, website, everything you guys got, because I think a lot of listeners are going to want to try and find you. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Awesome. And P.S. I have gym launch. I bought it was the first book I bought. When really? I started the gym. Yeah. I was super excited. Yep. I have it at the house. I sure do. Yeah. So anything you guys got, any social media or website you guys got, shout it out. So I don't know if you got my cut off there, but whatever you guys got. Um, what is our it's Instagram? It's tighten up athletics underscore. That's, and that that's links it. with our Facebook. It's the same as our Facebook. That's, that's all we, all we got. We have our website, which is most, most people will contact us to, um, you know, which is tighten up um, and that just tells you everything about the gym. Our mission statement, it's got pictures, and then it has an area where you can contact me directly to set up for a tour, um, ask any questions, anything like that about the facility. Yeah, look, guys, thank you so much. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. I look forward to seeing what you guys can accomplish down the road. Uh, to everyone who tuned thank in today, we appreciate you as well. Yep, totally. Sorry, I didn't mean to catch up there. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank John and, and Michelle. Thank you both, seriously. Um, and uh, to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you're interested in joining us, talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you as soon as possible. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out.
Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.